Welcome in. TGI Friday. Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Let's wrap up this week so that we can get ready for the next two weeks. Boy, we have really come up through 2020. We've anticipated this for a long time, and now here we are. Whoosh, we got a lot to talk about. So the big deal is not today or tomorrow. It's Monday. (laughs) The big deal is Monday with the solar eclipse, the full solar eclipse. And I thought we should go ahead and just take care of it today instead of Monday. We'll tip our hat to it on Monday, obviously, but just go ahead and do the heavy lifting today because you'll want to have a practice. You'll want to do some work around this eclipse. I had a very interesting little walk and meditative time at sunset on the beach yesterday that really framed up, I think, where everything still is. And this is why I say the importance of you and me and we collectively doing our work around these astrological events that we're going to have on Monday. And what I was asking were some things around current events and basically the answer that I got back is exactly what conformed to the chart when I started looking at all of this months ago, is that these days of our lives are still being written even in process. This gets into some heavy stuff that I'm not going to digress too much today, but basically this is an ongoing story that is being formed by our consciousness. Does that resonate? Does that make sense? So if you ask the chart a current event question, it's basically going to come back, "Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm, yep, nope. (laughs) In other words, it's inconclusive. And being in that very meditative state right there, just watching the waves, looking into the reflection of the sun on the eastern sky, and what came to me was that basically we all need to do our part in order to affect the collective. Now, we can look at the chart to see where some of the energies are, and that's what we like to do here every day. So let's talk about what's shaping up. So this is today, tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday. Basically, we kind of have the the same pattern. Let's begin with the moon. The moon is at 8 degrees, about by noontime, 8 or 9 degrees in Scorpio. Okay, so the moon is headed towards Sagittarius. Next stop... Sagittarius. So that that will happen tomorrow at 9.38 p.m. So for today and most of tomorrow, we have that Scorpio moon. Deep, passionate, intense, dark sometimes, aggressive sometimes. Also keep in mind that Venus is in the latter decan, the, the latter part, the latter third of Scorpio at 25 degrees. So Venus will be moving out next week, but we do have this rather intense Scorpio couple of days. I think that's significant. Let's don't just cross over that because the moon is on a fast transit on its way to Sagittarius. And that intensity is magnified by something that happened just a couple of hours ago from when this podcast comes out, and that is Mars trined the sun at 1 a.m. Eastern time this morning. So there's fire, fire, and we're getting ready to move into fire, fire in Sagittarius. And that's why I think this is going to be a significant eclipse. So this Scorpio intensity is going to carry into Monday, and that will be residual energy in the sky. 
By the way, did you catch the alert that came out for a G3 level or a strong geomagnetic storm watch? It was for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Basically, you could look that up. Just look up geomagnetic G3 storm watch as your search and you'll get uh, you'll get the information. Go to the noaa.gov site. That's a really good place to start. But basically, it's the sunspots create the solar wind flare, if you will, that affects the Earth. And they were talking about the northern lights being especially visible, possibly coming into this weekend. And if you really want a cool graphic, go online and search northern lights from space. Oh, gosh, that is so cool. But basically, let's put everything into the soup here so we have that on top of the rest of this. So that's what's going to combine on Monday morning at 11.16 a.m. and 11 seconds, where I am currently parked uh, on Monday morning, that this is going to take place. If you want to see a map of where it will be visible, you can go to timeanddate.com. But it's basically going to be across a swath of South America, and then the ocean. So if you're out on one of the islands, you'll get the the full spectrum. And if you are, I'll tell you what, this would be cool. If you are in the viewing band of this eclipse, would you email me info at funastrology.com and uh, just tell me where you are. And uh, especially, I would love for you to email me after the eclipse and tell me what it was like for you. I know we have some listeners down in South America. I just don't know if we have any in the bandwidth of this uh, this particular eclipse. But most of us won't see it, but we will feel it. So a couple of other dissections here. Fire, fire. So the sun and the moon will be in Sagittarius again at 23 degrees, 8 minutes. It will still be in that separating or waning phase of that trine to Mars, but also will be in a separating square with Neptune. Gosh, the clock on the wall is fighting me this morning. Okay, here's the deal. Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, the big three, sitting right next door in Capricorn. Saturn at 29 degrees, Capricorn getting so close to stepping into Aquarius leaving Capricorn behind for the next about 27 years, sitting on the edge of Jupiter ingressing into Aquarius, where I was looking at the chart for all the planetary stack. All of the energy, guys, is getting ready to move into Aquarius. By February, this is an Aquarian planet. So here's here are the pieces that you have to put together for this eclipse. The Sagittarian fire, the sun obviously in Sag, You've got to consider Mercury in Sagittarius. Mercury is in its detriment in Sagittarius. Gosh, there's so much we could pick this apart. Maybe we should do a weekend special. I don't know. We'll see. You've got Mars in Aries. So there's fire, fire. They are in trine. So that just adds fuel to the, I was going to say fire. Don't say firecracker. To the eclipse. Adds fuel to the eclipse. (laughs) Keep it simple. But you've got this square going on with Neptune. And this has been the big theme, and it's something that I'm still observing and I still feel is a big part of where we are. That shadowy side of Neptune, the illusion, the delusion, lying, deceit. So when we come back to that full circle of where are we going into this, what can we do collectively to influence the collective consciousness? 
is examine our own selves. And if there are any areas of deceit where we are not being completely truthful, secrets being hidden, this would be a great weekend to do the prep work to just go ahead and bring that up and out and to expose it and deal with it and come clean with it. Clean it up with whoever it needs to be cleaned up with, and maybe that's only yourself, but just set on a new course of pure authenticity, pure integrity. If you could get to the other side of this eclipse, being completely integrous in every area of your life, then you could put your head on your pillow Sunday night or Monday night and know that you have done tremendous work to affect the collective in a positive way. Does that communicate? I hope that it does, because those are the big themes, and you've got a lot of ton of support around you to do that work. So it's a perfect time of cleansing. And by doing that cleansing, then you are pure and ready for the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction the following Monday. Isn't that a great picture? Wow. All right, fasten your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. Starship X is about ready to take off. <laughs>